Hello, and welcome again to another part of our wonderful audiobook, The Spiritual Multitudes, volume number three. Agape Love, the Greatest Gift. Yeah, I wrote this years ago, years and years ago now. I looked up scriptures, I read books, I studied to understand this heart of the Heavenly Father, this agape love he had for the world and all humanity, and even you on the faraway galaxies. So welcome. We're in the Garden of Eden again, spiritually, for our spirits, our forever persons, to learn and grow about ourselves and others and him and his kingdom of heaven that rules and reigns in the realm of the spirit. And it's supposed to be in you, ruling and reigning. Your three-part system of spirit, soul, and physical body, whatever the dirt is from your planet, it could be different. And it probably is in my planet. Yeah. So we're going to pick up in part number 31 of this wonderful book, This is the new format I'm using now, the motion video by Pixabay, recording through Zoom Pro in my living room, physically. As you know, I do not use a green screen, so my hand might disappear. You might see, oh, see that back there? That's my background coming through because there's no green screen. Strange things happen around my hair. And you'll see my background. I also might be kind of fuzzy. And the words, because it's on a motion video without the green screen. But I hope you don't mind. It's so easy to sit down and get everything plugged in and record. I try to record one to two videos a day. Then I have to edit them, review them, upload them. And every day I'm trying to record. Plus I have other things to do in life, just like you. I have a family, a house, housework. That's right. Lots of things to do. Laundry. Mm-hmm. Dishes. Fixing meals. Cleaning. That's right. So welcome again to another part of the Spiritual Multitudes audiobook. Agape Love, The Greatest Gift, Volume 3, Number 31. You can go back through the playlist of audiobooks and in the podcast show, and there'll be volume one and volume two. This is volume three. So let's pray and get ourselves ready spiritually to hear, to understand, to perceive, and to learn and grow and be nourished by words of spirit and truth. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this recording, this video, this teaching, that through your Holy Spirit, we will learn more about you, your agape love, and ourselves, and your very kingdom of heaven in the realm of the Spirit. Help us to understand that which we do not know of, that's been hidden from us, that we have been in darkness about. Help us, Father. We need all the help you can give us. Yes, Father. Be about your work. 
fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in our lives. Give us a Hebrews 4.12 if we want it to be spiritually circumcised, cut off of, come out of the cocoon of our soul, the land of darkness, vexation and torment, ignorance, slavery to the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Help us to be free spiritual beings that you may teach, feed us, and nourish us out by your Holy Spirit, through your words of agape love, through the sacrifice on a cross that helps us to be born again into your family, to the kingdom of light, through your love, agape. Thank you, Father, for all you can do for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We're going to pick up in part number 31 of Love is Here. A love story of agape love. The Spiritual Multitudes, an audiobook, volume number three. It's hard to imagine I've already done volume one and two. I did it in a different format than this one. And this one is Agape Love, the greatest gift. We had just finished talking about how the Arkenstone was the very heart of the mountain of the dwarves of the Hobbit movies. It was a symbol that one was to be a king. It was placed above his throne. And it got taken. It got stolen. Hidden away. Laid on and breathed on by a dragon. And remember the dwarves went on a mission. A quest. To recover the Arkenstone. So that all the other dwarves kingdom would recognize him. I think his name was Thorin. As the king under the mountain. The power of the Arkenstone was so powerful. It was the recognition, the emblem, the symbol of a king's authority and dominion. In real life, sort of, in the realm of the spirit, the Arkenstone is the Holy Spirit of God, the great I am, the king of the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. So if you do not have the Holy Spirit, you do not have the Arkenstone. So you have to go on that quest, just like the dwarves. Yeah, you were like the dwarves. You were wanderers out in the land and had no kingdom, no nothing, no honor. Uh -uh. Just doing whatever you could do to survive in another land. So let's pick up in part number 31. We were talking about when you do get this Arkenstone, this Holy Spirit of God back inside of your spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. It needs to shine out of you. Well, how does that? Through your thoughts. It's coming out of me right now physically to you. But in the realm of the spirit, it just shines. Now, it's sort of like inside of a baby. It's a potential. When a baby is first born, it has lots of potential to grow and develop, learn and grow, become a mature adult of whatever species it is the arkenstone is in there the spirit of life but if you always stay a child in your thinking and your growth the holy spirit of this arkenstone stays at that level with you you'll get some but not the fullness 
that you are a king. Now, it knows you're a king, but you have to grow into that knowledge. You have to become a king. So let's look. Can others see him, the Holy Spirit, this eternal life, this Arkenstone shining out of you brightly from your salvation, from your new birth? Can they see him? Can they see his Arkenstone in you? Can others see his spirit of wisdom and understanding and counsel and might and knowledge and the honor of the Lord shining out of you? Pastor Deborah can. Took a long time to get there. I was a baby, just like you, a child. I was in religion and I was out of religion and back into religion. Then I got in denominations. Mm-hmm. Then I lived in, I got to go to a church building. Got to be in a service every week. I was not free yet. But it took some time and study to get there. Now the Arkenstone shines brightly out of me. That even creatures in the night, the darkness, the kingdom of darkness can see it when they're near me. And how that works is just praying for other people. Situations. The light shines. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's a healer, a deliverer. It's power being released, even just in prayer and petitions. And it will affect other people, especially in the darkness. Earthquakes happen. Trouble comes. Vexation is happening. Mm -hmm. I just had that happen to me. Four ladies called the squad. I think they're in government somewhere. They came to the garden one night while I'm sleeping. I had to go outside because they were not allowed in. They're not believers of this Christ yet. They came to threaten me, to tell me to stop doing what I was doing. What was I doing? praying because it was affecting their political party they were sent by their high priestess and their high priest they had wolves backing them up oh those things were nasty and they threatened me if i did not stop they would sick the wolves sort of like the wolves of isengard on me what did i do i just prayed for them And they go, fell out right there in the spirit. And the wolves, they're demons. They ran. Then just yesterday, or the other day, one of them, beautiful, pretty lady, came to me in the spirit and said, she wanted to know more. She was not yet born again, but she was seeking and searching, just like the dwarves in the movie The Hobbit. They were seeking something. They didn't know what. Mm -hmm. She wanted to go to, wanted me to be her spiritual mother. She didn't have one spiritually. We're all little spirits until they're born again. They're orphans. They don't have a father yet. They don't have the big brother, Christ Jesus. They don't have a family of believers. She wanted a mama. All little ones want a mama. 
So I said, sure. Then she asked me if she could get in that presence. That something that was in that garden behind those, that cherubim and that flaming sword that she could not get into yet. I said, sure. Now she's not yet born again, but she's seeking. And so she went in and she ran into the power, the pleasure and delight of agape love. She didn't last very long. She fell out right in sort of the gate. And the living creatures had to carry her to a safe place so she could just be in the presence of God. In agape love. And then when she would sort of wake up, they'd help her back to her physical body. Mm -hmm. That's how Pastor Deborah works. I work well in that realm. It's the natural world I have hard trouble in. Mm -hmm. So can others see agape love? And it's nature in your prayers. If you're only praying soulish prayers, they'll never make anybody have earthquakes. God doesn't even hear those. I learned that a long time ago. He doesn't listen to flesh. He doesn't listen to soulish prayers. He only listens to your spirit. Because we were told by this precious young man, Jesus Christ, at a well. He was talking to all of us. That woman that was there. That God is a spirit. And he is looking for our spirit to worship him spiritually and in spiritual truth, knowing who he really is. And it said the father, that means in a relationship as father and child. Up until that time, God was just a God. He had no children. And definitely we humans were not his children. So we have to learn how spiritually bright is his agape love in your spiritual heart and your soul. Can people know that you're praying? Mm -hmm. Are your prayers being heard? Can you heal people, cast out devils? How far along are you in your growth as a spiritual child? Of a copy love. Maybe you just have a five watt light. And that's all the Holy Spirit can give to you. Because you're still a baby. Maybe it's 15 watts. Maybe a little baby night light. And that's all. Maybe you're a 25 watt. And you have a little bit more. A little bit more faith and hope. Mm-hmm. What about a 40 watt? Or a 60 watt? 75, 100, 150, maybe 200. Pastor Deborah's on up there. Didn't used to be. You learn something, you take a test. And when you pass the test, and you can incorporate it into your thinking, and your soul gives way to it and dislodges the lies and deceptions, unbeliefs and darkness in you. The Holy Spirit, a copy loves light, grows a little brighter. It feels more of your spirit and more into your soul. Eventually, it'll go right into your physical body or others. Are you spiritually shining out his agape love always? I have to watch my mouth a lot of times in the natural because other people's souls 
irritate me. And I'm sure they irritate you. Mm-hmm. I have to pray for them. Even when they're killing people. Thank goodness. This nation that's at war right now. Being attacked. Invaded. Their president came to me. when it Before it began. Brought its entire nation of people. To be my spiritual children. To me. To be their shepherd. The whole nation. Spiritually. Now won't stop the killing. Because that kills the flesh. But every one of them. Will be on in the kingdom of heaven. And a lot of times people are going. What's happening? They're winning. Pushing back the aggressors. Mm -hmm. Even when they are getting a lot of help. But not. All that they would like to have. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to be denied that. In the earthly realm. So God. Can step up. In the spirit realm. Is your agape love. Switch on. Or off. When you talk. In a conference. Talk as a politician. Make policies. Make votes. Give speeches, write books. Is your agape love switch off or on? Is the holy oil of the Arkenstone, the flame of love, of God himself, is that your light? Is that your truth? Or is it being spiritually hindered? Can that happen in your spirit? Yes, there can be ignorance and darkness in your spirit that keeps the Arkenstone from shining out brightly. And if your soul is not transformed yet from its old way of thinking and it dies, gives way to the spirit to be the king, then the soul is also hindered, kept from the light. And it will block out to you and through prayers, the Arkenstone, the light of God, the light of a God below, and it cannot come through. Maybe you have doubt, or you're in unbelief, or your spirit and soul have unforgiveness in it, revenge, roots of bitterness, traditions of men, religion. Fear, following the herd of others. How much oil, agape love, joy and peace of the Holy Spirit do you have? He's got a full container for you, but he cannot release it without your permission when you're ready. It's like you cannot give a beautiful piece of mature food called meat. To an infant who's drinking milk. He has no teeth. His intestines cannot digest it. That's right. But some of us try to do that. And some of us don't get fed at all. I can tell you a story about that. I went to this wonderful church. Beautiful music. And the pastor began talking one day. All the missions that the church was doing in other countries. Orphanages digging wells, having schools, sounded so good, reaching out. 
telling us all that that church was doing. And if we felt called to help them in their ministry, their mission to the world, to please come and join the church and join with them. It sounded wonderful. I was impressed. So I go to my car and I turn on the radio, waiting for my son. He's at another church. And I hear a I hear a teacher, a preacher on the radio talking about angels. I don't remember what he was talking about, but all of a sudden I heard in the spirit, you did not get fed today. So I went to that church who talked about their missions. I went with a plate to be filled with meat, vegetables, fruit, desserts, water, bread, and I got nothing. No words of God. Nothing of the kingdom of heaven. God considered that empty. I wasn't fed, wasn't nourished. But as I was listening to this other preacher on the radio teaching about angels, I could see my hand reaching over to the center console, picking up something, coming back to my mouth, reaching over, picking up something, reaching over, just while I'm listening to the teaching. I was picking up lamb or chicken. Whatever I was hearing, can't remember, was meat. My spirit was feeding on the words. My spirit was getting meat, was growing, being nourished. Then after a few minutes of this, the Holy Spirit said, now that you've eaten, we can have common union. My my spirit hand came up and held a cup, a golden cup goblet with real wine in it we broke bread and I drank with the Holy Spirit and he says now you have been fed and you are in one union with me I learned that day how important teaching is not telling just about what your church the pastor's church was doing There was nothing on the kingdom of heaven. That was my story. I learned. So my spiritual lamp did not get any oil from that teaching in the church that day. But it got some from the teaching on the radio. And my spiritual lamp was filled up with oil. So my spiritual salvation could grow and shine more brightly. My union became closer with God. I began to understand the words of spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. And how my spirit must eat and be nourished. And be refilled every single day. Just like we do in the natural. Mm -hmm. Does the Holy Spirit pour out his agape love? It's oil. It's presence to you freely through your salvation. Can he do that? Can he trust you to go to your work and your family? I just told our financial advisor today, 
here's my light shining out that I didn't get the COVID vaccination or the booster. God gave it to me for every variant that would come along. He was telling us uh, his story of getting COVID and how he treated it. Yeah. Zinc and tonic water. Mm-hmm. He explained that the quinine in the tonic water was like the gun and the zinc was the bullet into the system. And that all the other uh, type of variants and the other type of treatments were also sort of anti-malaria type of medications. So here I was speaking up in front of husband that I never got the boosters or the vaccination. God did it. So I have to I had to learn how to speak and be a light and bring God with me wherever I went and not be ashamed and not be a not rude. Okay, I am not loud. I am not condemning. If that's what you feel called to do, to go get the vaccination, the booster, go get them. I'm not going to think anything. It's not my business. My business is to do what God instructs me to do and how he leads me. And that's how I was led. Mm -hmm. I asked what's going on, who's behind it. And he gives me the answer. And I said, okay, what do I do? He tells me he'll take care of it. He's my physician spiritually. He's my healer. He's my guard. He's my protection. He's my high tower. He's my Lord. He's my father. He knows. I don't. So I asked him, what am I to do? He says, I'll take care of it. Here's your vaccination. And then when I started hearing about other variants coming along, go, oh, dear, what do I do? He said, here's your booster shot. And then a surge, pew. A power from the Holy Spirit is released to my spirit and out to my soul and physical body. Mm-hmm. Now, I wear my mask when Walmart required it. Or if I go to the a doctor's office for having to check my pacemaker, I, I wear it because they, they ask you to. I don't get close to people. I hand sanitize. I don't go out to ball games and get in crowds and don't go out to eat. Not at my age anymore. So everybody's different. But I learned how to shine him out, speak, non-threatening, even how to pray with people at work when I used to work out in the world. Mm-hmm. Some people, all they can do is wear a necklace with a cross on it. Mm-hmm. Thinking that they can't talk about this faith at work, but they'll let the little cross speak. Do you do that? How bright is his light shining out of you? Light doesn't have to say anything. Sometimes I just stand there. And you build up a reputation in the realm of the spirit. Or is your oil and your lamp, your faith, your hope, your knowledge of God spiritually? Is it almost empty? Are you running on fumes? Or is the oil you're using called religion? Denominations. Maybe you're worshiping other gods. A constitution, a flag, a government, a certain political party, ancestors. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe you worship medicine or you worship uh, a lobby group or you worship a global cause and your oil is not clean. It's not pure. Can others see his seven spirits of life and light through your salvation 24-7? What do you look like when you sleep? When your physical body and soul is resting and quiet? What is your spirit doing? What does your spirit look like? To help you spiritually grow and your light of him to be brighter and brighter in you. And for you to shine stronger and brighter, cleaner. We might call that green energy. I don't think his fire pollutes the earthly world. To show his spiritual glory in you and through you. And to see him in you. They won't know it's him. They just see a light. Sometimes they have to cover up because it's if you're too bright, you can hurt them. So let's keep studying and learning how to do that. Will you just keep spiritually learning and growing, seeking to spiritually renew yourself as a newborn spiritual being? who believed in Christ Jesus as the son of the living God. You're a baby. And if you're in denominations, can you grow in that? Maybe. Maybe you have to go to another denomination. I know many women who God called to teach and preach. They had to leave their particular denomination and go join another. So sometimes you're finished at that place. And God wants you to move on to another place. To learn some more. But you won't go. It'd be like. I don't want to grow up. I want to be a child. And stay in never never land. So to speak. Like Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And some people never grow up. Past the spiritual child level. But they'll get some teaching. When they get on up. After the earthly body. Gives way to death. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people. Grow in their soul. And learn. Develop. Their soul is conformed. It learns in school, games. It's teaching a lot. <clears throat> There's an excellent movie I just watched. I can't remember the name of it. It had to do with going into the metaverse. That gamers started creating these worlds where you could live in. And they quit living in the real world. And the real world was going to call it hell in a handbasket. But in the metaverse, they could live in memories, be other people. And it became so addictive that those people that created the games did not want to lose these addicts. When, you were, when they were trying to free them, there was a group of people who were trying to set viruses into these metaverses into these programs to free the people. And then there was a group of people who wanted, hey, if they want to be in there and be addicted, that's their right. Is that coming? Might be. Mm -hmm. Is the metaverse a, a realm of the spirit? Sort of. It might be a realm for your mind. Your imaginations make believe. Mm -hmm. And you can become an addict of it. Yeah. So, 
Ask yourself, are you still a child? How bright is his light in you? I've got my own avatar. I'll be in any metaverse program. I'm in there so I can reach your soul and spirit. God can take me in there and I don't even have to play the games. Mm -hmm. There is no distance. No, nothing can keep me and agape love out and away. Mm -mm. Even Satan, the adversary of agape love, all his demons, they know about me. They try to keep their distance, but I enter into their kingdom. Mm -hmm. I let the light like this shine in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And this Arkenstone, this Holy Spirit, it's to help your spirit grow and learn. And then transform your soul to a new creature, a true helpmate of the spirit. And to be a clean and pure vessel so the Arkenstone can shine out through your soul, your thoughts, your imagination. And the world can see the Arkansas, the kingdom of heaven, through your life, your words, your thoughts, your deeds, how you treat people and nature. And they will learn about the kingdom of heaven. I just watched another wonderful movie about the early days of the Roman Empire when there were kings before the Caesars came. Mm-hmm. There's something going on. I haven't figured it out yet. We had kings all over the world. Now we have different forms of governments. And yet, also in this movie about Rome, I cannot remember the name of it, but I did put it on the YouTube channel. It had to do that there were priests to the king. Somehow along the way, the king and the priest became separated. You see, you're supposed to be a priest first. That means you pray unto the God. You hear him. You guide and direct people. In this movie, it was about who? The Albanese. I'm not sure who they were. In Rome, they were fighting for whose government was going to rule. They were invaded. So they went to the gods. They went to a high priestess, and she prophesied the way to win. was three brothers would fight from both sides, and whoever won... That would be the government and the king would rule both of the lands and they agreed to it. And so it was very interesting. Even back then, mm -hmm. the priest and the king were separated. But when this young man named Christ Jesus came, he said, I am the priest unto the Lord and the father will make you a royal priest unto him. You will pray for other people. You will speak and he will heal them. You will cast out devils in his name. You will teach and bring the Holy Spirit, the Arkansas, to others. Very interesting movie. It was a historical movie. But then I'm studying. People want to be kings. But then we went to governments with prime ministers and presidents. And kings became just ceremonial. And priests, they became others very interesting to study i've got to do a lot more studying about who was behind this separation of priest and king what is the original pattern the original pattern i have it is when you're first a priest and you put on your priestly robes and you are first going to be an intercessor and intermediate to god on behalf of others the king is a politician 
He's a political leader, a warrior. He leads others. He's a shepherd. And you are to be both. Yeah. So I'm learning by watching these ancient movies. And I never know what I get. Some of them I just watch a Viking movie, very bloody. In the end, it shows how a young Viking gets saved in this new religion with Christ Jesus. Very interesting. And then I watched another Viking movie, and it had to do with how when Christianity came about, it was considered a new religion and how it could be used as a weapon against people. I don't think that's what it was intended for. And there's always taxes to pay. Yeah. So you keep climbing up, searching, looking, seeking to where you need to go. Judy Garland, remember in the movie, The Wizard of Oz? She dreamed of a place somewhere over the rainbow where the bluebirds fly. Mm -hmm. Some people look into the sky and dream of galaxies like Star Trek. Others dream of peaceful places, paradise, gardens, beauty. They're looking. You keep looking. And you'll get it. You'll get the Arkenstone. The dragon will release it. And you will get it. You're looking for a father and a mother. You don't know who they are because you've been an orphan. That lady that came to me the other day, she wanted me to be her spiritual mother. For our spirits feel as orphans. And they are. Mm -hmm. God, beloved, is there to help you. To lead you direct you and fill you with its light so you can shine out to others. You can shine out its joy of being found, having a mama and a papa. And when you find the presence of the Lord himself, like that young lady of the squad, and you seek after that presence, it will change you. The peace that surpasses all your understanding will touch you in ways you can't even imagine. Pastor Deborah had that happen. So rise up, little one, out of the miry clay of your soul. Come forth. The Hebrews 4.12 has made a way. Come on, out of that pit, out of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of your life. Of your soul. Step away from your helpmate. Rise up as the king. The head of the system. Of spirit, soul. And physical body. But you need knowledge. You need help. Take our hand. Come on out to the light. Live in the light. Bathe in it. Let its waves just wash over you. You go find that young lady. You'll know who she is without me saying. I think she's the youngest one. Step out of your lust and your appetites that you've had. Climb up. Reach your hand as far as you can go. Reach your heart and grab onto his spiritual hand of agape love, of truth, love, joy, and peace.
and the kingdom of heaven. He will spiritually help you out. You're not alone in this. He is helping you with your thoughts. He'll help you change your desires. He'll wash away all the sin that you have that you don't even know. He'll help you to unsear your conscience. This is something not between you and others, but between you and him. Come on up out of the pit. You see the hand there? That's his. Look and see what he has for you. Walk on his highway of holiness in his light. Climb his stairs of love into the kingdom of heaven. Walk. You don't have to run. But if you want to, you can. Climb step by step into the very presence of agape love, the greatest gift. Mm -hmm. And I want to end this one right here with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, all that have answered your call to come up out of the miry clay, become one of your children of the light, to step into your presence. Father, answer their heart cries. Make them your children. Birth them anew through your cross, your blood, your sacrifice on the cross. Set the ark in stone high above them and in their spirit. Let it shine out that the enemies of agape love in the kingdom of darkness will know that this child bears the ark in stone the Holy Spirit, and is now the king of the kingdom of heaven, one of yours. Father, be with them. Help them. Be about your ministry, your work. Fulfill your words. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And it is finished. Let your everlasting covenant be with them. Put their name on the contract and let them no more be orphans unto you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. If you've done that, welcome to the kingdom of heaven and into the family. Yes, I'll still be your spiritual mama here on earth Mm -hmm. to love you and help you. Mm -hmm. You being, you be a baby for a long time. Need lots of loving. Yes, I'm here. You can come in the spirit. Yeah, I move through the gift of discerning the spirits. That's a gift of the Holy Spirit. That's his light shining when that one's on. I don't know how to turn it on. I just make my spirit ready and available. So welcome into the light of agape love. I'll see you on the next part of the spiritual multitudes. The audiobook, volume number three. God be loved, the greatest gift. All right, I'll see you then. Bye. Bye bye. All of you return to your galaxies and planets safely. The, yes, the angels will help you when you're ready. And all you others return to your bodies also, wherever you're from. Bye. <laughs>